Recording in progress. You really want to know who Superman is? <laughs> Watch this. Oh! I can't have no sympathy for fuck, nigga. All the shit I seen him made my blood, nigga. Spill from Medicine inside the double cup. Double up my cream, now that's a double stuff. Yeah. Please don't hit my phone if it ain't about no commas Keep the peace like Dalai Lama, big body hummus Backing out the parking spot and throw the lobby on him He exempt Sean Kempy, keep that 40 on him Go Motivate, 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 motivate Good morning, good afternoon, good evening Welcome to another edition of This Is Recorded Podcast Joined by a young artist, young entrepreneur Greatness, and man, most importantly, what you guys want to know, the logo, man, the logo, the logo, man, the creator, the creator of the logo. Please introduce yourself. Hello, hello. My name is Monty Nezlari, Monty for short. Uh, I'm a, can I say I'm at a base, Georgia-based artist, illustrator, comic book artist. Yeah. Okay, yeah, man, he did the animated version. Shout out to my boy G Merrick. He did the written version, but all things animated, you know, you gotta go reach out to him. What and what is that Instagram? What is that Instagram? That's how everybody get in contact nowadays. My Instagram and Twitter is my name, uh Martinez Lari, uh M O N T E N E Z L O W E R Y, like Mike Lari. Yeah. Follow me, please. Okay, okay. Now for most people, I asked about music in their household, but for you, what was some of the cartoons and animation in your household growing up? Um, as a baby baby, uh, an animation that I loved, I, started, I grew up on Baby Looney Tunes. I grew up on Baby Looney Tunes. Uh, one of my favorites as a kid was Ed and Eddie, mm-hmm. and oh, what's another one? The X-Men cartoon when I was younger, was also fire. Philly and Mandy, anything on Cartoon Network. Mandy on Cartoon Network, on Nickelodeon, Danny Phantom, all that inspired me heavy. I love that. Yeah, Cartoon Network, another Atlanta-based that I didn't know until I moved here, man. Cartoon Network is all Atlanta-based. And they did some yeah, amazing the production. Yeah, yeah, it just was like, because when I was growing up, I remember like Cartoon Network was only in certain places. And then, like, the mid-90s is when they really started to do their own thing. They used to show old cartoons. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Ones that I didn't grow up on. But then they started to do their own, and they started with a show called Johnny Bravo. Then they had the Ed, Ed, and Eddie's. They had the different things, Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls. They did all of yeah. this stuff like that. And it's just amazing, like, how cartoon network just took off and after that it was kind of like netflix it was like they had old stuff but then they was like let's get our original stuff and they took off after that yeah i love all that old joint um especially after they moved it all the old cartoons to boomerang yeah that's when i really started to catch up with it boomerang man is uh, very underrated man i don't know if you know it but tom and jerry kids was a uh, cool one back in yeah. the day man and- i used to watch tom and jerry kids on boomerang and a, a pup named Scooby Doo was pretty dope as well. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Anything where the people who are usually adults turn into kids, I was I was watching it. Those I, I love it. Those are pretty good. So now I'm gonna put you on the spot as an animator. Now we might turn this off. 
Marvel or DC? Marvel. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just say Marvel. Uh, I'm, gonna just, I'm sorry. I'm gonna just. I, not even. As in, because I'm leaning more towards um, comics, like again, a comic illustrator and stuff. Uh, and most of the comics that I read from the big two are from Marvel. DC. DC comics are. What is it? They like. They like that. That color that makes yeah that i really love from marvel not even not even illustration wise but like story wise like dc feels as though when i'm reading it it's so stuck in its ways if that makes sense i i feel like i'm speaking very ambiguously but if you like read a main title marvel comic and a main title dc comic it's two different vibes and i'm and i mess with the vibe of Marvel a lot more, especially since X Men. X Men is my favorite comic, my American comic. It's my favorite American comic line. I'll read anything. I I have probably if I could find it, that thing big. It's like a trade paperback of Marvel's. Um, it was like the X Force X Men. That thing is beautiful. A big source of inspiration. Jonathan Hickman, Hickman, an amazing writer. Pepe Larez, big inspiration art wise. I just love, I love, I love X. So really, if X Men were to go over to DC, I might, I might switch over. I, everything I said, disregard it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what? Like hey, Batman is my favorite, and everybody cracks me up because they like, duh, like they roast me because they like he's just rich. Like stop liking, stop telling people that he has no powers. He's just rich. But I always love Batman. Nah, there's more to it. But X Men, on the other hand, has been like the best and and you know what i also like x-men i grew up on that like the cartoon version came out in like the early 90s and i even had my mom watching it back in the day and it just was like x-men was just a different form and it's so crazy because i read like later on that um martin luther king and malcolm x was based off of professor x in um uh magneto yeah and magneto magneto yeah. was more of a malcolm x like he's like I'm gonna fight back for my people, and uh, Professor X was more Martin Luther King. Like let's be peaceful, let's live amongst each other, and he's just like X Men. And then Wolverine is definitely a top. He's the guy, but Gambit, like from the cartoons, is one of my yeah. favorites. Man, like Gambit was Gambit's just cool. So cool. He was just cool, and and in the movies they not doing him right, man. They not doing him like how he needs to be done. I love it Gambit. They don't do a lot of characters right in the movies. That's why I don't. I don't watch the movies. It's just not. It's not. It's not real to me. Yeah, <laughs> I just. I tried. Like I like First Class. Uh, that was pretty cool because I like when Magneto bent up the plane. I really had a love for Magneto in the older, in the newer versions yeah. of the movies because he was kind of like, I'm not going for no bullshit. He's like, no, I'm exactly. like, I am dead serious. When he bent up that plane, that was one of the hardest scenes I've ever seen in the movie because it was like Magneto is probably one of the best written. He is the best. He's the best written in those movies. I remember watching First Class, and I was like, "Yeah, this this is the Magneto I need." Magneto, except for um, Darwin. Do you know that whole scene with the the black dude who got killed off? No. Um, Darwin, the black dude in the movie, his power is. Literally, he can survive anything. So, like, if you throw him in lava, he'll his body will adapt to survive in the lava. Is that the guy that, that they burnt up or something that he ate? Something exactly. Yes. Oh. 
like this man in the comics is able to like even if he's put up against the Hulk, like literally in the comics, he was put up against the Hulk and his powers made him teleport away. Like he can survive anything, his body will just transform. And they, how they did him in the movie is disgusting. I hated it. I hated it so much. Now, it's so I'm, cool. And I'm glad you brought that up. So how do you feel as a whole, not just Marvel, not just DC, but as a whole, how do they compare up or who does the best job from the comics to movies, in your opinion? Comics movies, um, it depends on the director because I feel like they both have excellent, um, what is it? Excellent, I don't know the word I'm searching for, but it purely depends on the movie. If it's Dark Knight, then I'm gonna say like DC because Marvel strays so far in the new MCU from from the comics it's more like a inspiration type thing especially if you saw the new Thor then yeah. it's like this is this is nowhere close to how good or even the original story of Thor so it, if we're talking about accuracy I'm gonna say DC I'm gonna say DC but if we're talking about like scale and like, like impact it's most definitely um Marvel man that's amazing now I know it's not too many black like comic books and things like that well it probably is that's just that it's not as mainstream but what was some like some of the first like black animes and different things i think for a lot of people like uh well back in the day we had this thing called sea bear we had Waynehead, but i'm a bit older than you uh but we had different things but the boondocks really took off and that was a big thing because it had a little bit of everything in it but um what were some of the you know black cartoons or black animes that you got into um most definitely boondogs most definitely uh it's this one black cartoon that came on cartoon network on saturday it was about cryptids i don't remember the name but i'm pretty sure if someone's listening they know exactly what i'm talking about it's a black family and they like find cryptids like bigfoot and all that and they fight this, this dude that one's a good one uh what else is a good black one cartoons bro there's not many yeah there's not many yeah it, it's really it, it's really not that many and that's yeah that's what i was thinking about but also what do you think it was because when i was growing up uh when i was in like high school dragon ball z kind of took off but it wasn't nowhere compared to what it is now how far as black kids watching anime so what do you think it is like i guess i would say maybe five to six years ago anime and black kids like took off like what yeah. do you what do you credit that to or what do you think happened that it like really really took off the connection between black people and anime specifically yeah to be out, I, out there with it because like it used to be kind of like i watch it sometimes or you don't tell too many people but now everywhere you go everywhere you look i was just on a cruise and i see somebody watching it on their phone like Everybody shares it. So what do you think it is that it just took over? I have no clue, but I was just talking about this with a friend. Okay, so we were talking about anime in the black community and how it's just so explosive. And it's not just like a few kids that like Dragon Ball Z and you only talk about it amongst your friends. You don't really wear the clothes. You don't really wear none of that. But now it's just so acceptable for everybody from grown adults to like nine ten year olds 
uh, you were saying that you were having a conversation with your friend about that. What do you owe that success to? What do you think that is now compared to back in the day? I honestly don't think it's anything other than like the internet. Like I don't, I don't know what's the tie, why white people are animated like this, but it's it's honestly a phenomenon. Because have, have you seen um, that new Jordan movie? You said which one? Have you seen the new Jordan Peele movie? Uh, nope. Yeah, nope. Yeah. Just seen the last that night. has that has a anime reference in it. Well, when Kiki Palmer does a little skirt with the with the with the motorcycle, yeah, that within itself is a um, is an anime reference. I don't know. I don't know the cause. I want to say it's the internet because when I was younger, um, me and my friends we were really into the WWE and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So I I think it's those two ties because you know fighting Dragon Ball Z. I don't know, man. I, I honestly cannot say. Maybe it's the thought of like minorities. Maybe it's the cool action scenes. I don't know. Yeah. But it had me. It had me and my friends hooked, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter what group you ran with in school. You can definitely talk about some Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? I just think too, like even like. I think about that all the time, even with a movie like Nope or something like that. Like, a lot of people don't get it sometimes, but I love that I'm seeing a trend now of, like, a lot of black creators and black people supporting, and when they don't get it, they don't really trash the movie like that. They just kind of say, hey, I didn't get it or something like that. I want that trend to continue. If, if it's somebody's doing something new and you don't really get it, you don't have to really voice your opinion. You could talk amongst your friends or something like that, but... I love that it feels like a new trend now where it's like we'll talk amongst each other or more people look YouTube videos. Like for me, after I watched the movie, I went down, you know, and looked on Twitter and it was a thread of like explaining the movie. And it was like, oh, well, in that case, it makes it kind of makes sense and stuff like that. Like and it's kind of a deep, deep like it's like looking at a painting of a picture. You know what I'm saying? Like that J. Cole picture in the back, like, you wouldn't get it. You'd be like, what the hell is J. Cole on? But if you listen to the whole album, you're like, oh, wow, I get what the meaning of it. And I just want to say I like that trend better. If you don't get something, black people supporting black people, it's like, hey, you don't get it, maybe talk amongst your people, maybe talk to that person personally. But I think we need to get out of that whole, like, trashing people zone you know like they talk about this old basketball player delante west and like everybody just keep taking videos of him and like interviewing him and he's yeah. like down and out and it's like bro can we stop that they talk about orlando brown you know and like oh look at you heard what he said it's like bro we need to really get out of that mode of like trashing each other we all got so much going on already let's just like disagree in private or talk in private but like the internet stuff has got to go yeah, in public, I don't, I don't do that. Uh, nothing but good vibes out in public. But if you see me in person, yeah, it's different. Totally <laughs> it's different. different. I'm a criticize. We could go. I'm like, a criticize. That's us. I'm like, a, that's the black culture, though. It's just like us. We have to right. like, go in. And we have to like make jokes. Like that's us. We laugh at pain. You know, that's how we survive. Sometimes it's like, hey, we gotta yeah. just, you know, figure it out. We gotta make it, man. But favorite anime. I love how. I love how our people um, are constantly supporting each other. I love that with a passion. Even if the movie's bad or if the movie's subpar, our people will come through. 
put their money in it and support you. Exactly. Like, I mean, even for not just Jordan Peele, for anybody, if you make a product that is like, and then the thing is, one thing I can say about movies, especially his movies, if I don't get it, I'm big on visually how it looks and visually that movie make me want to see horses at night. I'm like, dang, this looks amazing, bro. Like this looks Nope was crazy. The alien I don't I don't even want to spoil it for the listeners, but the but the thing in the end Yeah. How it looked beautiful. Even you know, not to spoil it, but how they were able to capture some things was like amazing because I've done that before where we took a shoebox and we just sat it at a subject for a long time. And it took a picture. Yeah. So it was like, man, this thing is crazy. But I really love that, man. Uh, so what do you love? What is your favorite anime, like cartoon? Oh, shoot. Well, today. today. Okay, wait, okay. Today. My favorite, today. definitely Mob Psycho. It's about this little kid who has, like, telekinetic powers. The art style in that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That... ReZero, if you haven't, you should definitely uh, watch both of these things. Um, and another one called Jeremagot. I'm always watching anime. I, I'm always triggered. All those companies, I love them. Attack on Titan, and then going crazy, the animation. What about you? Um, Do you have a favorite? Me, I just grew up kind of on Dragon Ball Z, but um, I remember I didn't finish watching it, but I did watch a little bit of Yu Yu Hakusho back in the day. My cousin uh, yeah. got me on those. And for me, man, I'm big on like visual. Like Yu Yu Hakusho visually looked amazing. When Vegeta and all of them was going Super Saiyan, that was amazing. And it's yeah, just so crazy that I remember when they premiered Naruto on Cartoon Network. And now it's bigger than ever. I'm like, this came out in like 2002 or something on Cartoon Network. Yeah. And now it's blowing up like it came out yesterday. It's just, man, like, I thought I'd never see the day, like, where I see young black kids wearing the clothes and stuff, like, wanting that. Like, what do you want for Christmas? Or what do you want for your birthday? And they want that cloak, but they want the headband. It's like, I thought I'd yeah. never see this day. So it's pretty amazing, man. It's amazing to see people be themselves. You know, that's really what it is. It's like, you're not hiding from it. It's just like, I like this, you know, <laughs> and they're cool. Yeah. I grew up with um, black kids running around the halls with, like, Naruto headbands and, like, yeah. doing the whole run. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that is great, man. That is a good time. So when was the first time you wanted to get into like animation and drawing for yourself when did you start taking it i guess seriously Ooh, seriously i <laughs> i remember uh so in ninth grade i did a healthcare class because i was doing the whole oh my parents said i need to be a doctor let me be an anesthesiologist i remember i even had anesthesiologist at the time but <laughs> i remember exactly um my teacher she sat up in the front of the class and she told us all the things that we would have to do as a doctor, like just to get there or just before even getting to like the exam, before you can get into medical school. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this isn't for me. <laughs> this isn't for me. I'm, I'm actually good. Um, that class was very hard. Um, I think the thing that did it for me was math. I'm not good at math. Uh, decimals, fractions, my brain can't interpret it right. Yeah. And we were doing that throughout the whole class. And I was like, I'm good. I just can't do this. Or I can't do it. But I'm not going to put in the effort. 
because this isn't this isn't me. And I've always been drawing. I've been, I've been drawing since I could hold up a pencil. And so I was just like, let's let's see what this can do. So I want to say like tenth grade, I decided maybe I should pursue art. And then after high school, I want to say no, senior year, senior year of high school is when I actually started like putting in effort to like get better. Because I want to say like before then, my art was boom. It was very limited. If you ask my um, art teacher. Because I only I was only able to get art class once in my life, and that was senior year. Even though I've been trying, especially in middle school um, and high school, I was always trying to get art classes, but they would never put that on my schedule. Um, my art teacher Miss Levy, she would she would see my art, and I would draw like minuscule, like on a post-it note type thing on a whole big sheet of paper. She'd be like, you know, if you go to art school. Um, you know, me having you draw like big sheets of paper, and you gotta fill that out. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna just, I'm, when I get there, I'm gonna get there. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm drawing these small little drawings. But yeah, she wasn't playing. They they really whip out like, what is it, 11 by 24 or 20, 22 by 20, something like that. Big sheets, like poster size sheets where you're drawing from like all that. I wanna say that was when I really started to grow, was in college. Um, I had a hard teacher and all that. Mr. Fox, if you're listening, <laughs> that man was hard. He was he was handing out F in art. I was like, dang, there's F? I didn't know that we could go that low. I thought it was subjective. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But, um, you know, I met you. I seen that you did a flyer for uh, Matt Salazar. Do you know him? Yes, Matt. No, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in the signal together. He was um, um, the photography editor. And I was a production editor at the time. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, I've seen you from my photography page because I was doing photography. I met him in the pit, and I seen that you did an anime, like, flyer for him. And I was like, oh, man, this is cool. Then I thought it was a double plus when it was, like, a black art creator. I was like, oh, this is really awesome. So I reached out to you. Uh, you did the uh, animated logo for me, and I get a lot of compliments on it. Man, and um, my brother G. Merrick did the inside part. You did the anime part. But people were like, oh, that kind of looks like you with the hat and everything. It was like, oh, man, this is cool. And people reach out to me. I'll try to give them your number. And, you know, they're like, oh, wow. Like, I like that anime version, like the way you're going with it. What did it feel like the first couple times you started to get paid for your art? Ooh, I remember the first time, like, my first commission was for a barber. Um, it was back in high school, and I don't remember how he got in contact with me. Maybe it was family or socials, but he wanted like a cartoonish version of himself with a bull that was like his logo-ish type thing. And then I put it, I put those two together. I don't know if I still have it or if it's posted up on my social media, but I want to say that was my first like real commission outside of like family or something like that. Um, yeah, that was that was difficult. I remember I was standing there because um, I I didn't understand proportions correctly, like as easy as I do now. But I still got it right in the end. Um, I would say yeah, that was my first real commission for a barber in Atlanta. Wow, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's just amazing, like you know, and how was family and stuff like that about you doing art? Because most people are like be a doctor you know stuff like especially if you have uh family that's not from this country they're like look you need to be a doctor or a lawyer that's it like 
how did like family and friends and you're like hey i just want to draw or something like a lot of people can't see that vision how was it for you uh telling family and friends like hey i just want to draw and do this my mom always supported me um i love that about her she was she's been my number one writer since the beginning she always knew that i was going into art since i was little but i guess she was because she was the one that uh was pushing towards lawyer or doctor but i mean what parent isn't pushing their child to be a lawyer or doctor and when she saw that i wasn't into that she was like what else are you gonna, <laughs> what else are you gonna do but be an artist and i was like okay i mean you support me i love it she saw the growth she saw i remember especially when i was younger um I had a, I was, I bought a new sketchbook and I drew this dog, realistic looking dog. And she was very like shocked by it. She loved it so much. And I guess it was then cause like how she treated, how she viewed it, I should say from my perspective, uh, how she viewed my potential in art grew there when I was little. Cause she was, she was blowing that up. She was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, I've always, I've always had support. I love her with a very passion. And that is very, very like, man, amazing because it's so like, in any art, me doing a podcast, you doing art, somebody doing music, it's like very few people that are either gonna get it, and it's really, really few people that are gonna support it. And like, for you, for that story, man, the mother, your mom, like, really supporting is great, and it's just like. You know, people don't understand, like, women really can put that backbone, they can put that battery in your back either to be the greatest or to tear you down. But, like, from mom, from mom, the person yeah. that gave you life and brought you in this world and the ultimate nurturer, there is no, like, nobody can tell you anything. Yeah, your mom is, like, the one. It's like, hey, everybody else could tell me it's trash, but my mom, like, believes right. me. So it's like, I don't really care what y'all are doing, man, so... I believe in you, even even in moments where like let's say I'm down on myself, she she's so what strong in her belief in me that there's literally no other way for me to like stay in that little slump that I'm in. Because like for her it's like fat, like it's already something in the future, like it's already written down. It's, so. it's just women are so strong, like. We talk about no right. different things and stuff like that. And alien. I'm like, man, having a kid informing them is a little alien and weird and strange. Like we see it every day, so we take it for granted. But the things that oh, a woman instinctually just does, you know, and just like I said, that when they instill that in you and they give you that push, like dudes do everything for women, but you really want to do it for your mom, you know. So it's just like when they give yeah. you that push, it's anything, and then they get you to this point of slip man your animated comic is it your debut here what a full-fledged comic book yeah slip is my debut as a comic artist uh written by joshua robinson he sought me out uh we collab and this is this is the product this is the product of it it's so beautiful i love it um i think when i saw it like the actual physical of it it was, it was a shock. It was like, this is real. Like, this is progression. Yeah. Like, this is what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really put things into perspective, especially after I made it, I want to say, or after I saw it, like, I started drawing even more than I did before. Like, now it's more consistent. Because I'm, I'm really trying to push it out. 
especially now that I'm trying to go towards this route, there's so many things I need to learn how to draw, so many things I need to be able to do that I know that I can, but I need to produce work to show others that I can. Yeah. So this is hopefully one of many. Hopefully getting a Marvel. I would love to I would love to make a Marvel comic. Man, that's it, man. You gotta speak that into existence and definitely with um this slipped, where can they find it? You know, I'll, I'll put the link in bio, but I mean, you could say it now, but I'll put the link because that just makes everybody, it makes it easier for everybody. There is a link in, at my socials for Earthslip. There is um, a digital version online on Amazon, Kindle, and it's on my boy Joshua Robinson's uh, website page. Okay. So if you'll have it, I'll have it in my bio. You'll have it in your bio. The listeners can just go from there, really. Or go on Amazon. It's always a digital. Look up Split, Joshua Robinson, Martina Zulari. You'll find it. Hopefully. Okay, okay. Of course, uh, indie creators. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I definitely want to get one. Uh, definitely got to get the digital version. I like the physical better, you know, but uh, the digital, yeah. just to see it. Uh, I'll probably just look at the digital and then actually get the physical later on. Yeah, I like I like reading it the physical versions. I'm not really a digital type unless it's just to read the story and see. But yeah, I'm, I'm more of a physical collector. Yeah, I have like a slew of comics on my uh, book shelf. Yeah, yeah, I definitely just want to I guess see it and see the animes like the pictures and stuff you drew and see how it looks and stuff but definitely be waiting for that in the mail when it actually comes man and before i got on here i seen something it was so crazy i was having you on i just look at stuff to play in the background when i'm creating and stuff like that and i was on hbo max and they had something called milestone generations it was about yes black creators man have you watched it already yeah no i haven't i planned on watching milestone because um, how their whole thing with DC is so crazy to me. I, I love Static Shock. Well, speaking, speaking no, Static Cartoons, Static Shock. Static Shock was so good. I'm sorry to go off. Oh, no. But Milestone Comics, um, how they were bought by DC and how DC kind of like mishandled their characters. I always wanted to like know deeper about that. So hopefully, like, that show, the, what is it, a uh, documentary about them? Yeah, Milestone Generations on HBO Max is what it's called. Yeah, hopefully they'll um, go deeper into it. But, yeah, I love Milestone. I want to know more about them. If they're coming back, which I think they are, like, as their own, like, little sub team in DC or, or just their own thing, I want to be a part of that if I can. That's, that's a great goal as well. Mm-hmm. I love Milestone Comics. Man, especially static. Yeah, I I remember that X. It's, I seen just on the picture it was like Malcolm X and something like that on a hat, and they had like a comic. But I definitely want to watch that now. I'm like, I love documentaries, so I definitely got to watch that now. But um, yeah, man, it's just amazing. Your art is amazing. I got some things coming. You know, I got the stickers coming. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I got a pillow. Made a little lounge pillow. Uh, what else I got? I got um, some hats and I got the coffee mug. I didn't show that one yet, but I appreciate you, man. The logo is changing like everybody. 
they compliment me on the logo, man. They like, oh man, that's pretty cool, you know, because it's just different. I guess everybody else comes with like a basic logo, but anime is pretty cool, and I just thought it was cool the way you draw. So I was like, man, and then I'm big on black empowerment and lifting my people up. So I was like, man, I'm just gonna make this a movement. You know, my brother G Merrick, he did the inside. I just tell other black creators my ideas and we just lift each other up man and we come up with something great but uh before we get out of here oh yeah before we get out of here uh what i like to do is speak into existence this time next year where will you be in your art journey Ooh, where will i be hopefully i would have more issues i want i want another issue if not a flip of my own thing, or if not of my own thing, then something else. But I definitely want to have another issue out of a comic. Have it under my repertoire, definitely. Or I will. And this is recorded.